Hello, everybody. Hello, and welcome back to episode nine of the Big Brother Reality Wagon podcast. Uh, it's actually, I mean, I say this fucking every single time, but this is technically our 10th episode. I don't know if we get to call ourselves. I'd say, yeah. No, 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 no. It doesn't count. No. If you listen to episode zero, uh, that shit, that wasn't worth anything, dude. That's not even, <laughs> that, I wouldn't even No, it's not. that's not part of our chronology at all. Uh, we're cutting that out. Not cutting it out, it's there. It's part of our legacy, but it's not part of our, our cinematic universe at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I feel like we were just here talking, but it's because we actually just recorded the first episode of another podcast that's going to be really fun for you guys. Oh, I cannot um, wait for that to come you won't out. Know, you don't know what it is yet, but you will, uh, because it is, um, it's really fun. It's, it's, I'm, I'm very excited. Not that Reality Wagon doesn't do it for me anymore. It certainly does, dude. It certainly, um, yeah, it gets me going, you know, a little hot under the collar, but this new idea is, is definitely, uh, it's, it's Andrew's baby, but we're bringing it into, into fruition and, and boy, oh boy, um, I really can't wait for you guys to see it. But, uh, yeah, so we are back. Um, it is Thursday night. It is after the most recent episode of Big Brother. It ended about an hour ago, hour and a half ago. Um, I, I'm, I'm very interested to see how this this next week goes, but I don't know. I think there, the potential for like a really good uh, episode, really good couple episodes, is was completely lost when um, yeah, excuse me, when Davon. Uh, lost a Christmas for HOH because if we had Davon as an HOH, it's all I wanted. It's all I wanted, dude. I wanted Davon as HOH. So, dude, when she got that last thing and then she answered incorrectly, I was so sad. I really wanted her to win and have it not be Christmas because they also earlier in that. I mean, I I think it would have made for a better upcoming week of HOH with Christmas there. She's just an underling. Day is someone, her own person. She's at least one of the few people in the house that's actually her own person, speaks her mind, speaks her truth. Yeah. And like, with this next, with Christmas being HOH, she's just going to be so boring. Well, I just wanted I just wanted someone who was autonomous and wasn't going to be able to be influenced by other people in the house. And do I think that Christmas isn't going to be influenced by anyone? No. You think Christmas is going to make decisions that are good for Christmas's game? No. Absolutely not. No. I mean, who's going to be in her ear? Fucking Enzo, Tyler... Cody, Danny, Nicole, everyone. Everyone's yeah. going to be in, in her ear. Memphis. Like, she's not going to make a decision for herself. I know she isn't. It's it's the same thing as, like, a David HOH. I just think, I, I think with her being HOH, it's just going to be basically probably Kevin up there on the block again and David. I mean, it could yeah. it could it could be Bay and Day or like a combination of those four, it but I won't be. It, I think I think it's probably going to be Kevin and David, honestly, of this week. Was it, I mean, we'll work kind of maybe we'll work a little bit backwards, but um, Christmas wasn't selected by anyone to go up. She literally only had to win one competition. So the HOH this week was a knockout comp. So how it starts is like two people are randomly selected, and they go and they play like a head head to head type thing, and um, then they go and they can't they can't really uh, the winner stays and everyone else they go and they select. Um, two other people to go up against each other. So ideally there's a lot of conspiracy and stuff like that that happen. Um, so I, it's weird that, I mean, it's not weird because Christmas is a non-factor. She's like a non-player in the house, but she went up and, and she no one nominated her the entire time until they beat um, Tyler in like the final four. And then she put up Christmas in Memphis and then they went up and then Christmas beat Memphis 
and then Christmas beat day. Christmas won two competitions and ended up winning H2H, whereas day won like four. <laughs> yeah, she she was up there at what seemed like a lot of the time. Yeah, she day. was nominated by Memphis. She was nominated by Danny. She was nominated by Cody. Well, I mean, after Kaser's departure, they were gunning for blood. I mean, that Cody Nicole right afterwards was yeah. so funny. So it was, it was really interesting. So like, I mean, this is this is a whole lot, right? So I think we'll just go right back and say, because this is something that was missed. If any of you guys um, don't really watch live feeds, then you wouldn't have known this at all. Um, so they, they Big Brother has always had to struggle with keeping the house a secret and trying to prevent people from getting getting messages and stuff like that into the house because yeah. it is on a studio lot in LA. It is secure. Like there's security outside and stuff like that that prevent people from doing stuff. But like um, in past years, they used to fly a banner plane around which is actually very funny. Yes. So they they have really long endurance competitions, usually for like an HOH, sometimes a veto, mostly an HOH though. And they'll go up and they'll wait in the, uh, they'll be at the backyard, like hanging on a wall or something like that. And they could be there for hours. And uh, they know when it's going to happen because the live feeds, no one's in the house or they'll cut the live feeds for hours or whatever. And that's how you know. And what they used to do is they'd send someone up in a banner plane uh, and they would have like a, a big banner hanging out the back that would be like, like don't trust Janelle, and then everyone in the house <laughs> that's doing the outs- that's outside on the uh like during the endurance cop is just going like, All right, I see that, like I-, I see there's a clear message going out. Don't trust, out. Jan- don't oh, trust yeah. Janelle. Why is that person saying don't trust don't trust Janelle? So this time, we know for sure. There's actually been a couple of things. Um, this wall yeller has happened at least twice. Um, it might be a different one. It might be anything, but usually what they do is they just get close enough to the lot with like a bullhorn yes. and just scream into it and hope people are in the backyard to be able to hear it. And, and they uh, were able to, they were able to, I think it was Kaser, Christmas Ian. Danny. Oh, was Ian, it Ian? Ian was in the back. Was it Ian? All right. Ian was in the back. Um, and this person screamed out, um, allegedly it was something along the lines. I don't have the actual clip in front of me, but I think it was, uh, Cody and Nicole are playing everybody. Yes, that's from what I remember, yeah. Which is uh, really convenient. I mean, how did Ian put together all these puzzle pieces and think that Cody and Nicole are playing everybody now? Oh my God, I wonder how he came to that conclusion all on his own. Ian's a smart player, but I mean, and like, I'm not going to doubt that he was, he's was he been able to put some stuff together behind the, te- behind the scenes, but like, I mean, come on, he's not. I think he was helped. Can I just say also, it's kind of weird. I know it's on the CBS studio lot, right? Yeah. How does someone get close enough with a bullhorn when the entire production team is in quarantine? They're in quarantine. How how do you get close enough to a CBS studio lot where you can yell? Is it next to the freaking road? Like it's like any studio lot. If they do studio tours and stuff like that. They might not be doing them right now. Well, this is what I'm saying. No, Someone's what I'm saying is what I'm saying is like so. So here's the thing, right? I there was a dude, uh, Jason, who was on a couple seasons. He was on season 17. Yeah. He was also on Over the Top, actually. Um, which is a weird season. They did it like during the winter and it was sort of abbreviated and stuff. And I didn't really like over the top that much. Um, but he was on that. He was on season 17 and then on it again. And he was saying he's been all over Twitter lately being whatever, trying to get attention. But he was, uh, he went up to, he was tweeting about it and he like took a picture. He said, I live, I work a block away from the CBS, like the, the big brother house, like where it is. Um, if you want, I'll yell something. I'll get a bullhorn and I'll just yell it from the from the <laughs> sidewalk. And like, yeah, I mean, I think you can. I think you can. I think it is that like susceptible to being, you know. I think people can actually hear you. Um, 
Also, like, I don't think security is that tight. Like, if I, like, snuck onto a security lot or whatever, or I stood, I, if I was going to sneak into Julie Chen's house, right, and just, like, yell at her through a bullhorn, um, I think I could do it. I guess. I just, to me, it seems so odd that, like, they don't have, like, like, I would imagine the lot itself that it's on, like, whatever, lot 18, would also be sectioned off with, like, a fence around it. Like, because they stressed how important it was, quarantine was, to the production team, to the house guests. Oh, Julie. yeah. Well, it still sucks no, when they come out of the house yeah. and they can't, they can't do anything. And oh, like, oh, no. I, I, Enzo, our uh, caser, I'd love to give you a hug, but uh, you know these trying times. Oh, go fuck yourself, Julie. Actually, no, Julie. Listen, don't go fuck yourself. You I mean, just, we've already you just... been laying into her husband, so... Yeah, we landed to the last move as last time. We're not. I'm this. So we're actually recording this uh, right before we leave town for the weekend. So yep. this is not going to be edited or anything like that. Uh, there's not going to be any uh, sound effects. There's no bleeps. There's no sensors. So like, I'm not going to call last move as anything. I'm not. I just said we talked about him last time. I'm not going to call him. I'm not going to call. I'm not going to call anyone anything. And it means it's. It, I will say it's more pressure on me because I can't do convenient edits. Like I can't edit out my pee pops. My my pee's they pop. They pop a little bit, and I just try and eliminate them as much as I can. But I can't this time um, because we don't have the time to eliminate them. We don't. We have moves to make. We got places to be, my guy. Um, but yeah, so uh, interesting that the wall yeller comes out with his thing, and then all of a sudden Ian comes out with his whole thing because Ian is um, Ian's put together the entire house. Right. Oh yeah. Definitely. He's absolutely diagnosed everything. He knows exactly what's going on, and he's not wrong. I mean, he's not. Um, I thought he was going to narrow in his sights a little bit too close when he was talking about it with the original core four, which were. Oh, Danny, Tyler, Cody, Nicole. Yeah, those are the Very four. Very automated. Yeah, those, yeah. Those no, are I, I was really hoping you'd pick that up a little bit because I had to burp. No, I, I like, pointed at you too. I was and... like, "Come on, save me." And we saw it in, in Julie, whenever she was interviewing Kaser, was, uh, she's like, yeah, there's the core four, but with Memphis, and was it Christmas was the other edition? Uh, well, they, he only, they only blew up the committee. That's right. They only blew up, yeah, that's right. They didn't even mention that Bailey and Davon were working for whatever reason, even though they were on the same, the committee isn't an alliance as much as Slick Six was when it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, the I committee know. at its peak was not even close to what the Slick Six is at its peak or even right now, so, like, whatever. I mean, all of it kind of got blown up with Kaser, you know well, yeah, Kaser, I mean, Kaser said, thing. like, everyone's, oh, Kaser didn't even call out Bay or Day. No, I think he actually, I don't think liked, he knew. I think he kind of, I don't think he knew. I mean, even if he did. Because I don't think Ian knew. Ian didn't know. You want to know how Ian didn't know? How did Ian know? Because he told Bailey. Oh, got you. So he definitely didn't know. That's right. Okay. Ian put together about two thirds of the house and left out Bailey and Davon Christmas and Memphis. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, he left them all out. Um, but he did go ahead and say Nicole, Tyler, Cody, and Danny are the core of this. Um, he told Kevin this and Kevin's like, oh boy, this is great knowledge. I can't wait to do nothing with it or tell the other side of the house because Did I'm an idiot. nothing with it. Yeah. I don't like Kevin, dude. I don't like Kevin. He's not. Well, he'll probably be going back up on the block this week. So yeah, you might not have to deal with him. I mean, realistically, he's just boring. I mean, could you he's imagine? so boring. They both, I can't believe they both lasted in the veto comp as long as they lasted, I think 40 minutes in that puppeteer You're slime. Him and David. Yeah, Kevin and David. Yeah, you know, Kevin's 
I, I was actually it's funny in the last podcast that we recorded on Sunday. Um Sunday night I was saying that uh Kevin's not gonna win a comp. Kevin doesn't win comps, he's terrible in competitions, and then uh the next comp he wins. So congratulations, Kevin. Uh, Congrats. Good for you, dude. David coming in second, the closest he's ever been to a win. That was actually two comps in a row where David had almost nearly won. That is correct. Yeah, because oh, he yeah, almost he David... almost beat Casey. Yeah. He was like second or third. They were like tied with two balls when they were doing the ramp thing. Yeah, and I think he also came in what fifth or sixth in the HOH competition. I don't really know, but he got what better a, than what the last HOH competition. The one that just happened. That's the... what I was saying. He came in second or third. But you said behind Kaser. Behind it's so his third. Behind it was it was David Kaser and Enzo. No, That's three for the knockout one. No, no, that one doesn't count. I don't. I thought you were talking about the knockout one. That's that's no, what no, I was referring no, no. to. I was, talking, I was talking about the roll the ball one. He yeah, almost exactly, he almost yeah. won the roll the ball one. He, he's not. <laughs> he almost won the roll the ball one. He almost won the uh the veto, which would have been interesting just to see him win anything. Um, yeah, beast mode, man. Beast mode. Um. Well, two things, right? So, so Kevin was trying to like campaign for him, and and so Kevin, uh, in the veto before the veto nominees were picked. So, when you go ahead and you pick out the veto name out of the box, you can um sometimes get something called a house guest choice, and if you get a house guest choice, then um you can choose anyone in the house to compete essentially on your behalf, right? So you go ahead and you pick somebody who you know that if you pick them and they win, they would go ahead and pull me off, right? Yes. He goes and uh, and picks. He goes up to David beforehand, trying to like rally for anyone because I don't think he thought he had anyone in the house, and I think he's probably right. He probably does not know. Um, so if anyone wins the veto, they they probably wouldn't use it on him just for sake of shaking things up, which is a bigger theme that we're, we'll definitely touch on because no one wants to shake a single thing up in this fucking house. Um, but he goes up to David, and he was just trying to butter David up or whatever, and just be like, uh, like like, hey, David, if I put you up on the block. Or if I if I pick you in the veto, like would you, if I get a house guest choice, would you compete on my behalf? Like would you would you play for me? And David's like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'd play, I'd play, whatever, I'd play. And Kevin goes like, like, oh, that's so good because I know you'd go beast mode for me. Um, David's never gone beast mode except for when he sees like like a bag of ruffles. Or like, oh, it, I, th- I think I think David goes beast mode on like a pot pie. That or <laughs> terrible finance puns. I think yeah, I think David goes beast mode on like a finance one oh one textbook. Just absolutely beast mode on Destroys it. Destroys it, man. Absolutely. Um But Nazo, uh David said something even worse this week. I I fucking Alright, right. So like I don't know who out there is taking an IQ test or anything like that, right? Um, I don't really know. I've taken them I don't really know if I trust their like validity as much. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, unless you go for a thorough one, but who? No, I, I did. That? I did a thorough one. I did a thorough one. Um, but uh, in order to get like a really, really good score, so like, um, like Mensa, right? I think Mensa cuts it off at one thirty-two. Yeah, something like that. And Mensa is like a like a high IQ society. Basically, they only accept like uh, like a kind of like the top two percent of intelligence in the world. Uh, yeah, top two percent. Is it one thirty-two? One thirty-two. One thirty-two. Um. You have to have a really high IQ to get in. They give you a special IQ test and everything like that. And then once you get in, you get to be part of this this uh, circle jerk club of of uh, people that think they're hot shit. Um, I'm gonna list off some people with really high IQs, right? Okay. Um, Albert Einstein. He didn't get to take the the uh, the modern IQ test, but he was too busy discovering gravity. 
that's not Einstein. Oh, there's a Newton. My bad. No, I'm I'm let me let me let me let relativity. Me, let me Rel- let me relativity. My that's bad. it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> um, Steve Jobs estimate 160. Bill Gates tested at 160. Mark Zuckerberg tested at 152. Mozart tested at 155. The average IQ of an American is 98. We're saying all this, trust me, we'll get there because uh, it's even funnier after I give you all of this context, right? Average IQ is 98. If I go ahead and I told you, Andrew, and I said, who is almost twice as intelligent as the average American? Who do you think it'd be? I... I'll give you one guess. Who who is it? Yeah. Uh, what is a guess? I I really Ju- Julie Julie Chen. Julie I think Chen. I think Julie Chen is up there. I think Julie Chen's very smart. Definitely. What if I told you that David Alexander is has an IQ of one eighty seven? Do you know who that's smarter than? No. Everyone I listed, and it's smarter than Marie Curie. <laughs> okay. I know one person. One very famous intelligent person who's smarter than David. Oh, was it Gravity Man? Uh, uh, Sir Isaac Newton. <laughs> uh, he has an estimate uh, IQ of 193. David was talking with some people in the back of the house and goes, and they were like, oh, hey, like, what's your IQ? And they were just shooting the shit or whatever. And David goes, what? And he goes, they were like, oh, what's your IQ? Expecting him to say something in the double digits. And then he goes, <laughs> he goes out there and goes, oh, uh, 187. 187? Dude, get out of the house. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Go find a COVID cure. Go find the, the thing for time travel. I don't even care. Like, I, I after I heard that on the, the live feeds, um, David needs to self-evict because it's selfish that he's staying in the house. I mean, he might have confused it for the SAT score he got. To be honest, that's that's I like that joke. Thank you. That's a good joke. That's a good joke. No, because I don't um I don't get it, dude. I don't get where David is even. What planet is David on? I, I really I can't tell you how he's made it thirty years. He how? doesn't know not to tell people to calm down. He has an <laughs> IQ of one eighty seven. I I don't know what is happening. Like how? So there is such a thing. There's a difference between like actual like like. Uh, usable intelligence and then just intelligence that you have so like a lot of these high IQ people are people that can just like um, uh, solve Rubik's Cubes without even looking or like like know four languages before they're three years old and stuff like that you know what I mean or like they, they're like six or 15 years ahead they graduate college at 12 years old stuff like that um, usable knowledge yeah but also like, they're not like very like socially intelligent really I think there is like an actual social intelligence quotient um, that probably isn't accounted for with an IQ because you look at people like Zuckerberg and Bill Gates and like Steve Jobs and Einstein and Newton and stuff like they're not very Elon Musk. Yeah, they're not real social. Well, that's what's called people. emotional intelligence. Yeah, there's well, a test for that. But this is there. These people are, are obviously a different, yeah. different yeah. test. Um, I was thinking, oh, maybe David has a 187 on the social intelligence, but he certainly doesn't have that either. What does David have 187 of? Brain cells. <laughs> Maybe, maybe that much, dude. I don't know, dude. He's maybe he has that many bones. I don't know, man. Like, oh, he might have. <laughs> he might have fewer bones than the average person. Confuses. I don't know. Fused like his skull to his brain. I don't. I don't know, dude. He has I some no deficiency. Idea. I mean, it's just. It's so funny listening to him talk. It's I have one eighty seven IQ. They looked I, at him and they went, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, one eighty seven. They're like, "David, stop, <laughs> stop oh, lying. Could what be, a stupid thing to fucking talk, lie he about." He talks all about Kaser's bad credit. One eighty seven could be what his credit score. His credit score. So. He, He's just saying, Casey, you have worse credit than 187. 
But no, I, 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 David stays in this house again, and he will stay in this house continuously because now, now there are actual big targets in the house, and people are coming at each other now. Um, which is great, actually, because it's about damn time, except it might not even fucking happen this week. But, I mean, you saw on the Wednesday episode a couple of things start to kind of fall apart. Um, Primarily, so Tyler, for weeks now, on the live feeds and stuff, has been a little suspicious of Danny. Um, Tyler now is very suspicious of Danny. Um, oh, very much so. And not even just suspicious, like wants to take shots at Danny. Was basically begging Enzo before the the veto. Um, to or after, yeah, yeah, before the veto or after they were whoever pulled him, Kevin pulled himself off when there was an empty space there, begging him to put up Danny, saying you have to do this, make the big move. Yeah, puts up Christmas because Enzo's um. No, I was going to swear. I can't swear. Enzo's just safe. It's a safe play. Enzo is a little boy who cannot make big boy decisions. No, he just put up Christmas because he knew no one was going to vote her out over 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 Kaser. Like, it just wasn't going to happen. Especially after Kaser's funeral. Yeah. Not even Kaser's funeral. That wasn't funeral. after Kaser's funeral? Well, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I meant, no, no, I meant the votes. Like, Kaser said that was a last-ditch effort. Oh. Oh, oh. What, what one are you talking about? When Kaser kind of blew everyone up at the vote. So, I mean... That Enzo, was tonight. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. But so, that was after this. That was after the veto noms were changed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so Christmas was up there. Yes. Right? Yes. So, it was so... Si- everyone already was going to vote Kaser anyway. Because Christmas... Who's going to yes. vote Christmas? Yes. Okay, I know, Kaser. I know what you're saying. I know you're saying So, what I said was like... He was already he was already gone. Yeah, he, so even after... Yeah, Kaser's thing and it was the last... Job, like, no one even... No one cared what Kaser or Christmas said. Everyone was going to vote for Kaser to be evicted. That right. was, they, so, not, nothing like... Christmas was just such a safe play, and I just didn't like yeah, it. I didn't either. I didn't like it one bit because it shows. I mean, now that is your opportunity to backdoor somebody and make a big move, right? These people are threats, Enzo. I hope you see them as threats. I mean, yeah, you're all in alliance together and stuff like that. That's that's mighty fine, but you just wait because I bet you anything, right? If you were the threat that Danny saw you, if you were a threat like you saw Danny right now, uh, to Danny, Danny would have put you up. Yeah, that's the most complex way of saying Danny would put you up if she had the opportunity to. You didn't. One of one of the you up- didn't put up Nicole. You didn't put up Danny. You didn't put up Davon. You didn't no. put up Bailey. You didn't put up Tyler. You didn't put up Cody. You didn't put up anybody who was actually worth the shit. You didn't put up Ian after all your fucking proud like chest thumping about like oh I'm gonna take Ian out of this house on the live feeds. It was all on the live feeds. But going straight out and just be like I'm gonna take Ian out. I'm gonna take Ian out. Oh yeah, that, that little punk. I'm taking Ian out. Um. So basically the same thing about Tyler, actually, believe it or not. But um, it, then you do nothing. You put up fucking Christmas. Could you put up a more unassuming person in the world? It's just he said he said like he just can't be making like taking shots right now. You know, yeah, I mean? yeah. He kept I mean, defending it's, it's, it. It's week five, dude. Or it's week. It was week four when you made the move. Yeah, exactly. Only week. Uh, four. Yeah, it's only week four. There's I, so many more weeks, huh? I, I mean, Janelle and everyone. Tweeted. You always you always win HOHs, right? It makes sense, right? Everyone yeah, wins HOHs everyone. every single week. So I mean, why why take a shot now? Well, the funny thing was why Janelle Janelle tweeted. Uh, Christmas said, "I hope you vote the way the HOH wants." I believe in her speech, like to everyone or something like that, and it said. It's week four. What the hell are you... Like, this is something we were talking about even before the show was the voting with majority, like, doing, you know, taking a back seat and letting the HOH run the show every week. There's never been, like, 
I, it just feels like week four and every single week it's whatever the HOH does, that's what happens. You I mean it's like what what's going on? I want these are all experienced Big Brother players. Sans David. He doesn't count. When I talk about the Big Brother cast, it's now like everybody and then David's on the outside. When I talk about everyone as a collective, it's not including David. Just I'm gonna stop specifying that David's outside of it because he is, and I don't want to keep saying his name again. Um Everyone in this house has played this game before. They know what it takes to win because a lot of them didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I would say I said this before, like on a, on a couple weeks ago, and I said if I was voted out of this house, I would go back and analyze my film religiously and figure out exactly what I did wrong. Yeah, absolutely. And then I wouldn't make the same mistakes over again. And for everybody in these most recent seasons who's lost, for Bailey, for Davon, for fucking Tyler. Tyler played it right, but he did lose in the end. Yes. Like, for Cody, Cody played it right as much as he could. I mean, yeah, he was going up against someone who wasn't nominated on, what, 57 nominations? Yeah, Yeah. I mean, he was going to lose to Derek every day of the week. But all Memphis, like like all these people, Memphis played an old school game. Anyone who's played a new school game where it's one mega alliance and they just steamroll all the the outliers for whatever reason, it doesn't help any of their games other than protect their their six-person alliance. You know what's better for your game? is to not be fourth out of a six-person alliance and get stragglers behind you and start your own thing. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense to do that. I know you don't want to rock the boat. Don't rock the boat that much. You don't have to. But you can go ahead and align with Ian and Kevin and, and decide when the right move to make the flip is. You know they're on the bottom. They know they're on the bottom. You know who they really want to work with? Someone else who has a little more insight into the whole entire house dynamics and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Tie them into you. You don't owe this alliance anything because everyone's been shit-talking each other and trying to get each other out for three weeks, and no one's taken a shot yet. I think... Who will be our friends, Ferdinand? Yeah, I think... I don't know, man. Like, I just think a lot of the people are open. They make it, you know... They're not our friends, Ferdinand. Who will be the person that kills Franz Ferdinand? I don't know. Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. I World got, War One. No, I understood the reference. What was his name? The Black Hand. That was that was the, the Serbian thing that killed him. That was the group that, that was assassinated. The group. It was the Black Hand. And it was, uh, what's his name? Not important. Um. <laughs> yes, that thing. <laughs> I just want to flex some World War One knowledge, right? I'm so glad you took a history class in high school. I took many. I'm so glad you took more than one. AP, dog. AP. Hey, man. A push. Hell yeah, push. absolutely. That wasn't U.S. history, though. Um... Well, no, I mean, I took a push. That's that's the only one I took. I took a that and basic too. euro. And yeah, don't worry about it. Ain't, ain't nothing but a thing. Um, but everyone in these alliances are trying to come at each other super hard. Um, and they've been trying to come each, at each other hard for. I mean, now now they are because everyone's been blown up. I think Kaser did a really good thing on the way out, and I don't know. I think everything was already on edge before then. You know what I mean? Yeah, everything was just kind like, of like I, I think Tyler and Danny were still going at each other before that. I think. We saw in the Thursday episode that Tyler was planting seeds with Bay and Day against Danny, which makes sense, right? Because they're all in the Slick Six Alliance together, and it's better to get to that person first and flip them on your side before they go ahead and can get contacted by Danny and flip and go anti-Tyler. Um, and and Bay and Tyler already have a uh, history, which isn't particularly good. So uh, it makes sense that that Tyler would want to get to her first and be the first one in her ear before Danny can get there and be like, oh, hey, like Tyler's going against you because I think Daly, uh, Bay might believe that. Um, Cody's outright says in that same thing, they had like a smaller group meeting. I think it was him, Enzo, and Tyler in the HOH room and just said like, hey, this alliance is done. Like it's over. Like we're not together in this at all. Um, 
it's not a six person thing anymore. We're in smaller groups taking each other out and stuff. And it makes you wonder where Cody's allegiance lies and who he is going up against because when they were doing so that's the thing with the knockout comp it spoke a lot to me about what people actually think about other people right yeah so cody won the or kevin won the first one put up cody and nicole okay so kevin put up cody and nicole so it makes you think that kevin actually bought into the thing that that cody and nicole are are against everybody else and running the house yes i think i think kevin wholeheartedly bought what ian was saying and then wholeheartedly rebought it when kevin when kaiser said it I think he he might have been out in the backyard when the the person the wall yeller made the thing and saying Cody and Nicole or whatever. Um, Cody went up. Cody won against Nicole. He nominated Kevin and Davon. I think he nominated Kevin again because Kevin nominated him and that was safe. And I think he nominated Davon because he actually wanted Davon out. Yes. Um, Davon wins and he and she puts up Cody in Memphis. I don't know if she has anything against Memphis. I know for a fact that she put up Cody. For to, I mean, partially because yeah, well, Cody she did put her up, put him up. No, I, let me, dude. I'm trying <laughs> here. Right, we took too long to get her ready for this. The um, ow, bitch, ow, <laughs> ow. I'm clipping again. I'm clipping again. I'm still clipping. No, you're not. You're I think three. I Maybe I'm not. All right. Um, but yeah, no. So I'm better now. I'm better now. I I did clip a little there, and it wasn't even just when I need the table. The uh, but yeah, no. So um. Cody goes up against Memphis. Memphis wins against Cody and puts up Danny and David. And I didn't know Memphis and Danny were against each other like that. I knew that Danny didn't like Memphis. I didn't know that Memphis didn't like Danny. Um, I don't know who got in Memphis's ear. Was it Tyler? Makes you think. Yeah, I don't really know that one. I think that Tyler's been trying to rally votes against Danny for this entire time. I could see that happening. For like this past week. And like it's the live feeds, I try and follow them as much as I can. Um, the, uh, I, I get the updates on Twitter that are like the, the BB underscore updates. They go, uh, and just highlight like important conversations that happen on the live feeds. Um, and, uh, it constantly moves all day long and I can't follow any of it. And I listen to Taryn Armstrong and he does like daily things like every day at 11 AM and stuff. And I do that instead of work. And then he goes and, um, he just like, uh, everything's moving too fast. I can't keep track of it because I don't watch live feeds like that. So I just get like secondhand regurgitated knowledge out of these live feeds, which works fine for the time being. But then again, I do really rely on the edit to tell me a lot of what's kind of going on and help sort things out for me on like a very basic level. So I don't really mind it like that. Um, I do enjoy watching these these episodes a lot more than I like following the edit. So we will see, I think, where everything lies, especially coming up this week. But I don't know. It's going to be it's, what is interesting and this might be a silver lining of the Christmas thing, is that if Davon beat Christmas in HOH, in the HOH comp this week, yes. she, she would have, um, I think she wouldn't have been, tried to have been influenced by anybody else. She wouldn't have asked for anyone's advice. She would have done whatever she wanted to do. Uh, if, and, and knowing Christmas won, you're going to see how a lot of the house dynamics change because you're going to see who goes up to Christmas and who says what to Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the fact that Christmas is up there is going to be basically just like a blank slate and you're going to get to see everyone else scribble on her and figure out like, oh, hey, like how do, how does, what does, Ty, who does Tyler want up? Because I bet you anything right now, Tyler's up in the HOH room going like, hey, I want you to put up Cody and I want you to put up fucking Danny. I think that'd be a great, honestly, I hope a move gets made where like some of the big dogs take it. It's it not going to happen. But this is one thing. If Dave was it, it would be like I would hope she'd be like, yeah, Cody and Nicole get up there in the block. I mean, it would just be so fun just to see that. I mean, yeah. 
But no, we we got a Christmas HOH and nothing's going to change. Well, I mean, it is interesting that the house is actually blown up a little bit now, though. I mean, like, I I, I commend Kaser a lot. I do think that he pulled out any stop that he could to try and save himself. I agree. Um, which is respectable. A lot of people on their way out. If you watch any old seasons of Big Brother, people go out like free jury and stuff like that. They just like mope. Like, oh, oh what was me? Nicole Anthony pretty much did it last week or two weeks ago. Just just moped around. I'm gonna blow up Janelle's game, even though she's my closest ally. Meh. Yeah. Um. Kaser decided to actually like put all the knowledge that he had to test and just go like, "Hey, let's see what you have to say um, about <laughs> about all these alliances coming out." And here you go, uh, lesser players. Here you go, people on the bottom. Here's your knowledge. Here you go, people on the bottom of this big alliance. Here's your knowledge. Now you know the core four. You know that the, you know the so four funny. people running the game, and then everyone else is on the outs, dude. I mean, did you? See, I mean, you saw their faces. I mean, Cody and Nicole's Nicole, face. Nicole oh looked my like. Gosh. I bet you anything. Nicole's crying in the dr. Right now, or she was earlier, because that's what she does. So we'll see on the Wednesday or Sunday episode whether she was crying in the dr or not. I guarantee you, she was. Um. But yeah, no. So, uh, but on the way out, uh, or in the actual jury in the dr when uh, they were doing their votes. Speaking of votes to Julie, Cody called uh, Kaser all-star of all-stars, Mr. Pre-Jury himself, which was really funny. Um, Danny called him tasteless. She's like, I never had anything bad to say about you, Kaser, but that was tasteless, and I, I hated the way that you went about that. Yeah, yeah, okay. He just blew up your game, dude. Like, uh, play a better game. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. No, that's enough. I mean, like, Nicole, the only... I mean, everyone that went in, in there had a diff, a way different reaction. The way that, like, Nicole F immediately said the name, got up, and left, said, thanks, Mom, and, like, without even looking at the camera. Yeah, and she was then, in and out in, like, six seconds. And then you see Kevin with just, like, wide-eyed look dead into the camera. Like, it was, like, hilarious. It was hilarious to see. And then you have Dave, not to come back to David again, but to come back to David again. He just straight up was like... He, if you look at he didn't even know what was happening. He was like, all no, right. No, he was like, a little... He looked a little smug. He looked a little smug when he went in there. Like, because he got his game blown up, too. He said David and, um, who were the two other names that Kaser threw under the bus? He said um, Memphis. He said Memphis and David. He said yeah. there is a dude, there is a dude's alliance. There's a Memphis and a David involved, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I just think, I think it was, it just didn't really affect him as much as everyone else in the house. I mean, yeah, I mean? he was a footnote. I mean, yeah, was... in, the, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, who fucking cares who David's aligned with? No one. No. Not I. Um, Kaser comes out of the house, talks to Julie. It was interesting when he was talking to Julie because he said um he said he didn't come back for the money. And I there were two things, right? So if he went and actually I think that'd be the thing that I would say <laughs> if I got into the house and I was voted out, I wouldn't be. I'd win. So I'd be there for the money, but um if by some chance I was voted out of the Big Brother house, uh I would come out of the house saying I didn't do it for the money. I did it to for the message, you know, to make a statement, to show the world that anyone like me can do it. A straight, white, upper middle class male can make it in this world. I Listen, man, he's a biotech exec. You he, weren't listening. No. <laughs> you weren't listening to me at all. No, because honestly, that was trailing off. And I'm like, I no, don't it know wasn't. What... It wasn't trailing off. I, had, I, was, I, I only tossed no it to idea. you so you could reaffirm my joke. 
I had but you no, I, I could tell you weren't paying attention. I was kind of listening, but it was, you wasn't making any sense to no, me. No, I was saying that that when I go into the Big Brother house and I lose eventually, and I won't lose because I'll never lose, and I'll be a, I'll win every time I go in. And I was saying that I'm going to go out and I'm going to say that I have a message, and my message is that anyone who looks like me, a straight white male, don't 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 yeah. don't. It was funny. I don't have a message. I got nothing to peddle. What I was saying is. That if if I get out if nobody out of the house, I would probably pull some stuff like that too. But the thing is, I believe Casey. I think he didn't come back for the money. I think he has plenty of money, and that's what you were about to say. But you're completely missing my point. So go ahead, have your point. I just want to say I did listen. to You, you. were not. I, I was. I heard the False. whole thing, and I was like, liar. This could move on. Don't to lie to me topic. on my. Don't lie to me on this podcast. I'm sure. Well, I just want to say I was looking up uh, Kaser, and like I said, he's a biotech exec. He doesn't need. He doesn't need money, so I mean, what, I mean, five hundred thousand dollars is a lot of cash. That, yeah. That's a, that's a, a good chunk of change. Yeah, but I firmly believe he came back just to just to either play the game and to actually like. T- I mean, the amount of times they're talking about like important stuff is amazing to me. I mean, like they didn't, they haven't. I feel like they haven't done this in previous seasons. You know what I mean? Chairs are so wet. It like rained out here beforehand, and I really just can't get my footing. And I usually sit on a stool. So this is interesting, right? So this is the first reality wagon Big Brother podcast that we're actually recording on video um it, it probably won't go out but uh we're just playing around with it a little bit and uh i realized because we recorded another podcast and did video with that one the video will come out for that once the podcast comes out but i was sitting on a stool and my posture was terrible and it made me look like i was fat as fuck so i was like i'm gonna sit in a chair now it's gonna be a firm back so it doesn't matter if i sit fat because i just i have this compulsion to constantly move around so like I'm fidgeting like crazy, and I keep moving my legs up and down and shit. So I'm like, I'm like vaulted over one of these bars on the thing, and I even forget what we were fucking talking about. We were talking about your posture for the last forty minutes. <laughs> no, I, I want to tell you right now, it's looking a lot better today. You're fidgeting all around, even though the video's not going out. But you know what? I'm fidgeting like a motherfucker. Yeah, I. I you know what I think it is? I think it's the long wire. I think. In you the think first, so? I think I think it's the long wire. I think you know. You I got, don't I, got hit a, it. I got a long mic wire. Um. It's more than I know what to do with. I'm not. I'm not. Well, I'm not used to length like this. Um. So. So yeah, but uh, yeah, Big Brother. I forgot that happened tonight. I'm. I. So it's funny, right? Because the video's not coming out. I'm not drunk. I've had half of a PBR tall boy. It was the pizza. The pizza made me incoherent. Yeah, yeah man. All that calories. It might yeah, have been. after 24 hours of fasting. Might have been. This is this is this is my least underwhelming. This is my most. Oh my god. <laughs> this is my most underwhelming performance on this podcast in a ever in an ever. Um, but yeah. So we were talking about Kaser and his interview. Yeah, I thought he was pretty good though. I thought I thought he was actually genuine in saying that I didn't come back for the money. I came back to make a statement because. In Big Brother six and seven, he came back and it was he wanted to come on because he was um, Iraqi, and uh, he wanted to make a statement for that um, that sect of people, especially coming into like that was in the middle of the Iraq War. We're still in the middle of the Iraq War, but um, in the the wake of. 9-11 and the Iraq war and the Bush administration want to come out and say, hey, yeah, I'm a Muslim, but like, like, here's what, here's what Muslims are all about. Like just seeing like, just putting on a good representation for, for the entire religion on, uh, on a grand scale like that on a show where, uh, like, I mean, I said it before, the, the cast uh, or the, uh, the audience of Big Brother is notoriously white and it is notoriously young. So 
um and very suburban so like not really exposed to a whole lot of different things um i mean i'll be straight out i grew up extremely white extremely suburban and i was not exposed to hardly anything um coming to school in the city you know being exposed to a lot of things i mean it definitely broadened my perspectives which i think is important and it's the same thing it's just like it's it's better to get to people earlier because a lot of times you're, they're firm in their ways at that point I and mean, obviously like 17 18 going to college and stuff like that that's different um i don't really think there are that many people that are super firm in their ways at that point or hopefully not because you're supposed to be able to be flexible at that age because you're being exposed to a whole lot more things a new influx of knowledge you're living on your own for the first time but like getting to people when they're 9 10 11 12 and teaching them that like dude it's okay like like yes black lives matter yes lgbtq rights are a thing like getting to these things super early are it's really important and i think big brother is finally hopefully understanding the power that they have over their audience i think it is i mean with the amount of like ratings and stuff they've had recently i think it's been bigger than previous seasons mainly due to covid i believe at least their opener um, was. Yeah, their opener was huge. I their, heard their their ratings dipped the episode after Janelle left. That well, that makes sense. I mean, I'm not saying they're consistent ratings, but like they've had a lot of viewers. I mean, even if it's the same as much, it's still what five million people, five million households. Like every time, like I think it's important to showcase. And like we've talked about this almost every podcast. Like it's important to showcase actual problems in the world. You know, what I mean, you're in a confined environment with other people. What else is there? Eventually, you run out of like BS to talk about. So you have to talk about real things. Yeah. And that's what they were showing. And like when he was in his exit interview, he was talking about like how it was important to him. They did like that sweeping camera underneath him. I'm like, I feel like I'm about to cry right now. Like this is this is an emotional time. Like he was really he was really digging deep. And I also gotta say his first fun fact in the Big Brother Twenty Two Wiki is that he was bullied from the third grade. As like he had like it was like a he was uh bullied since then and I was like, you know, I really feel for this guy. I feel I think he has a good heart as seen on TV and like he really wants to put it out there and show like, you know, young, old, middle aged, like whatever, like everyone should be respected for who they are and you know, what you believe in. And like I think, yeah, I think it's good for CBS to be showing. I think it's good for Julie. I actually am gonna go back and watch the extended interview. I haven't seen it yet, but I think it would be a great thing to to go and rewatch just to hear his perspective a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. Um, I do think, and people have been saying this a lot, I think, um, because I, I, I agree, sometimes Kaser comes off a little holier than thou. Yeah, a little bit. Um, Which is, the way that I see it, condescending. Uh, I don't really like people that are like that so much in my, in my personal life that much. Yeah, I don't like Oprah either. Don't explain things down to me. I'm decently intelligent i can usually sort of piece things together and don't pretend that you're better than me just because you've been through things certain ways i don't know if caser checks every one of those boxes but i think that he is um a little bit sometimes a little preachy and maybe not always but uh he him and bailey got into it on wednesday's episode that was that was yeah that was pretty straightforward they were just like yeah they were kind of, what are they going at it over um I actually can't recall. I thought it was over purely game stuff. It wasn't personal. Oh relations. no, it was because because Caser uh, had been going around the house saying that he had Bailey and Devon because he did because they told him, "Yeah, we got you." Yeah, and then they went and there's so many fucking mosquitoes out here, and uh, then they went and um, uh, they went up to him and they were like, or Bailey went up to him and said like, "Hey, you don't have me. Stop saying you have me." 
Uh, my loyalty was with Janelle. It isn't with you. Blah blah blah. And it was just almost the same clip that we covered in last episode, where it was just like a little bit snappy. Yes. Um, and I think Kaser sometimes brings that out of people. Bailey herself is known to be a little irritable with people at times. Um, like that was like the entirety of her first season. That was a lot of her on the challenge this year. Like it's just like blowing up at people. Um, Kaser is. I I think partially played into that, but also like he knew who he was playing with. It was it was volatile walking into that environment anyway. Um but yeah, I mean I think that's pretty much it. We've got we've got a Christmas HOH to not look forward to to this week because oh boy. Her I don't think she deserved to win HOH for the pure purpose that um she decided to rhyme her speech. Oh my god. Her her awful. eviction speech. Um which you give when you're on the block about to be, and everyone's about to vote just to try and convince people to vote a certain way. That's when Kaser made his whole like expose declaration. And like Christmas was all like, I could tell mm-hmm. from the first couple sentences. And I was like, Hey, those, those first two sentences rhymed. That sounded like a rhyming couplet, even though it didn't have <laughs> the right meter. I was like, it kind of sounds like a rhyming couplet. And then, uh, the next one sounded like a rhyming couplet too, but that one had even worse meter, and she went like soup like way too long on the first bar, yeah, and like way too long on, uh, or way too short on the B bar. And I was like, oh boy, um, she's actually trying to rhyme this. I can tell, and uh, oh boy, just rough. She's, and then, she's very lucky that Kaser was the target because if it was a fifty-fifty, people like uh, no, I would get I would I would have voted against her uh, just on a pure thing, just being like, no, no, that's not no. accepted here. Uh, but yeah, no, so she's, uh, Christmas is HOH this week. Yay. Like I said, it will be good because you'll get to see, um, how people are going against each other, hopefully, because they'll go up to her and be like bugs in her ear and stuff like that about it. Um, my thing, right, is that I don't know if I really wanted to see something to shake up the house because I, Big Brother needs a fix. Big Brother needs a solution. Um, this season sucks. Oh, it's just going down. Do you know how hard... It, I tried to convince so many people to watch this show. So many. I was lucky I was able to convince um, this idiot across from me to be able to watch it. Hey there. I was... I, was I, know, I know I'm one of your best friends. I, I was... I, that you was love That me. was more of something being like, man, I can't believe I was able to convince you to watch it uh, because any any other person wouldn't have taken Let my advice you, to actually watch it. Let me tell you, there have been failed it. people in the past that have failed to get me to watch the show, include, including... Probably me. Yeah, including you and like ex people that I don't hang out with anymore. But probably three or four people in my life have tried to convince me to watch it. And you're the only one that's been successful on the second attempt. So like, I'm I'm happy you did. Listen, it it is a great show. It's my favorite show. And as much as I hate this season, I, I still really enjoy doing the podcast, and I do really enjoy still watching it and keeping up with it. Um, that being said, I don't, I don't love this cast at all i have no allegiance to this cast absolutely zero not. um i'm getting i'm getting eaten alive out here i'm just gonna wear bug spray next I'm, time I'm, holy shit i'm doing fine oh I no i can wait. see them flying around me but the um i can't wait till survivor yeah me survivor neither 41 let's go i just i want i want anything and so julie hinted at the end of this episode that there was a, a new challenge that was entirely in the dark that gave out three new advantages or whatever the basement one yeah, something like that. Something about the basement like competition. That. Um, 
that's interesting, but it also lets you know that Big Brother's listening, and they know the ratings are down since Janelle left, and they know no yes. one likes the cast, and they, they're active on Twitter, and they know no one cares about any of this, and they hate the people that are that are running the house right now. They hate the way this season is going, because it is the same thing that every season of Big Brother has been since season 16. Yeah. It is a huge alliance, five, six, seven people. Eight, if you go back to the fucking bomb squad in Big Brother 16. Well, I'm just going to say Derek revolutionized the game, honestly. Shout yep. out to Derek, I mean, te- man. Technically, you say Derek or Devin? Derek. I'd say Devin revolutionized the game. Did you see that alliance that he put, put together in 16? Dude, I can't did listen. Devin, did Devin change Big Brother for forever? Oh, please, let's not give him any credit. That he was might the have. worst age we've ever seen No, I mean... Uh, the legacy of having super large alliances and stuff like that—that's uh, that goes back to Big Brother sixteen, and uh, it's um, I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate yeah. it more than anything. Like it's it. it's infuriating to watch because you watch a whole bunch of people. Like the worst example of this was Paul's second season. Paul's second season was um, Josh ended up winning. He came in second place. I think it was Big Brother nineteen. Uh, yes, yes, it was. Oh my God, Big Brother nineteen. Um, it was Paul and the Paulettes. It was, it was Paul. He had a final three with three other duos, four at one point. Everyone, he was in. It was like an alliance of nine people, and they just picked off one by one everyone as they just kept going, like as the season went. It was terrible. It's one of the, it's one of the worst seasons of TV that I've ever watched. It was called the Team was the big first week HOH alliance in Big Brother 19. It, cons- it consisted... Go ahead and write off the names. Take a of, breath when you need I, to. I don't even really... It's consisted of nine people. Christmas, Cody, Dominic, Alina, Jessica, Mark, Matthew, Paul, Raven. And it's affiliates, which are four, are Alex, Jason, Jason, Josh, and Kevin. So nine pure members and four affiliates. Yeah. In that stupid yep. alliance. Yep, 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 yep. It is ridiculous and they just they shed one at a time they just got rid of all these other random people yeah they won seven hohs they got rid of dominique and they got rid of ramses and they got rid of cody and they got rid of jessica and they got rid of cody again then they started picking each their selves off one by one and it just turned into it's not fun to watch no it's it's, not. it's like high school it's like high school politics it's like, do I really want to watch cody tyler enzo memphis and nicole f go at it in the top five not re- I'd no, like, I'd like some extra character in there. You I want I mean? people that have been against each other for the entire time. Yeah, I want exactly. I want two warring factions that are trying to take out each other's numbers is what I want. I want back and forth HOHs every week. I think the closest thing we got to that kind of recently was Big Brother 17. Um, 17 was kind of like that. Um, I remember watching it. It was a huge cast and there was a whole bunch of smaller, um, smaller alliances and stuff like that. And like twosomes and threesomes and foursomes that were going at it um they were all kind of tied into like a bigger thing and then like the scamper squad was created at the end of it and that was like the last five were like the scamper squad people or whatever um so i mean i guess again still kind of falls through my my hypothesis still stands yet to be uh, yet to be disproven um i hate the way the big brother is going right now and i think i think it's time for a saboteur that would be amazing so for anyone who doesn't know, because I know people that watch Big Brother that still don't know, um, a saboteur was something that happened in one season. It only happened in season 12. So going into the house... It was Annie, right? There was two. Oh, there, there was, was two. A- there was Annie and then 
uh, Jadar, Radar. Oh, oh uh, uh, Reagan. 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 Yeah. It was Annie and Reagan. So going into the house, there was one person who was decided by the producers going into the house. Um, and that person had their goal was to stay in the house. I think it was five weeks. Yes. Five weeks doing a whole bunch of different tasks in order to create chaos to like, to like spark chaos and stuff like that. And if they did it, they got $50,000, which is a lot of money. I think the second one, I think Annie was the first cause she was in their first week. She was, she was evicted after three weeks. Reagan, Reagan was the one after he got the Pandora's box. He got, he right? was, he was there for two weeks. He was, yeah. he had to do it for two weeks and he got $20,000 out of it. Yes, that is correct. Um, but what they do is they're they are given tasks by America and by the producers and stuff like that to go ahead and fuck fuck with the house. Go ahead and 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 intrude on alliances and blow shit up and like do stuff to spark controversy. Is it extremely planned? Yes. Is it a total is it the producers trying to play marionette? Yes. Yes. Um but it is super important now because you can't even get the players to shake up the house. They're not shaking up the house on their own. I don't want to watch this. I don't. I don't want to watch. I do not either. I'm glad that I'm glad that Tyler and Danny are going at each other. And listen, Mister Wall Yeller, if I meet you out in public, if if, all, if we ever cross paths, Mister Wall Yeller, I'm gonna shake your hand so fucking hard. Uh, just to say something, I'm pretty sure the Wall Yeller was a woman. I'm gonna I'm gonna shake her hand yeah. so fucking hard because she posted on Twitter a megaphone. No, th- oh, Did you see that? No, I didn't. Hey, know. what should I? If she posted like, "Hey, what should I yell at the Big Brother house?" I think I think it was a she. Yeah, I can. I, I have can no idea. That. Because she was like, "What should I yell at the house?" And then someone was like, "Yell this or whatever." So I have no yeah. idea. But I will say, I'm dude. I'm really getting fucking eaten alive. Holy f- fucking shit! I still can't believe that, man. No, the I'm fucking not... mosquitoes. I can see them. I can feel them on me. But uh, yeah, no, the saboteur definitely something needs to happen. Uh, I will shake that that wall yeller's hand, whoever he, she, Them. or they may be. Yeah. Um, because uh, you did all the work that the saboteur could have been doing for the past five weeks. Um, another thing that I think might be interesting to bring into the house is like a a relations twist, like a like a blood sort of situation. So if you had like everyone in the house had like relatives, um, yeah. So nice. there, it was like eight pairs um because like that those people are are automatically tied to each other right um and it's hard like i think if everyone had their own duos then you'd work to like get rid of you'd have someone to rely on almost always you know what i mean yeah you have someone you can trust at all you know someone you can trust it's not like oh i think i can trust or it's like it's like yeah you wouldn't end up with like kevin on the outside Uh, yeah on the out out outside or like ian on the wicked outside David on the wicked outside, like like these things, like you would end up with people that are closer tied, all the way. Um, I think it'd be interesting to see, but also like I think Big Brother has the they've done twists in the past that work. I think they need to actually put thought into this. I think they need to actually consider what what can work to make the show better. Because I, I'll be honest, it is my favorite show all time. I don't want to watch another season of this of this. No, of this, this isn't worth doing a podcast about. No, if it keep if it kept going the way it was gonna go, I don't want to announce everyone's eulogy every week and be like, "Oh, Kevin, Kaser, Janelle." I don't want to do that. I want people to take big shots at each other, form armies, get your troops in order, take shots, win the game. 
Take risks. I know there's a lot of shit on the line. And granted, when I get in that Big Brother house, I know I'm going to be the exact same. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm going to form, gi- form a giant ass click. Oh, yeah. I want to make it to the finals. 100%. So, like, that's the thing is I want to, I sit here and from my glass castle, I throw large ass fucking stones and I go, like, oh, yeah, you can go ahead and why don't you just play the game mama, and take big, make big moves? And I know if I was fucking Enzo in the house, I'd be like, yeah, I'm putting up fucking Christmas. I don't want any blood on my hands this week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, here's the thing is there's people that. There's entertainment value, and then there's real value in the moves that people make. You know what I mean? So Enzo is making a real move. It's not entertainment. It's not entertaining to see, but it's he's trying to win $500,000. We are trying to be entertained because we're not – nothing is on the line for us. So, like, of course they're going to make safe moves. Of course it makes sense to be in a big alliance because there's no sense not being – there's no sense being a David or Kevin on the outside unless you're winning every competition, which you'll never – which you're never guaranteed. So the fact that, like – they're doing this is smart, but it's also like not entertaining. So, like you said, Big Big Brother needs to or CBS needs to correct it in future seasons. Like we were talking about, also maybe taking away the the voting that they know. The, oh like, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not the voting, but the saying like, oh, from a ten to two vote, just say all right, and Christmas or so and so is evicted. You know, don't don't give them the yeah. don't tell them the votes. Doesn't matter because that's one of the things now is that you see a whole lot of unanimous votes and you see a whole lot of people just going and like. The votes are like ten two eight zero seven zero six one stuff like that, and a lot of times it's like I would vote if I had an ally up on the block. Um, I would vote. I, I want to vote to save my ally, regardless, right? Yeah. Even if they're voted out, even if the vote is six to three, I want to vote to save my ally because it, it's a good show of faith, and it's more just a, it's like, a, hey, I support you this whole way. Like, like we were in this. See you on the other side. Now it's commonplace for you not to like you're not supposed to cast that vote for your ally. No, no, because you don't want to stand out. You don't want to go against the house. You don't want to go against what the HOH wants. I hate that. I hate that. It's I really hate annoying. That. I hate that. That is it's so cowardly, but not even like a cowardly way. Like I said, I know when I'm in the house, it's not I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to be the biggest offender of all that. Dude, I know. I think they've tried to take a step in the right direction with like trying to force maybe not alliances but like cohabitation where like you could talk like the have not room. I think it's a good idea. I'd like to keep I'd like them to keep it. Maybe change it up so like I I really don't even know like how to cuz they've also done a click season before where you were like the jocks, the nerds like yeah. they've done that before. I just want them to spice it up in future seasons where like it feels like the last ones they've been pretty stale and like kind of the same thing happened since so, 16. Big brother is Survivor in a house. Yeah. You know what Survivor does really well? What is it? It creates the teams. Yeah. And then after, like, like obviously Survivor's a much bigger cast, and they live on different camps and stuff, and the teams compete against each other, and team challenges and shit. Like, there's a whole lot more like that. So you don't have to create the teams so much, but you can go ahead and create the... You can create the controversy. Like, in Survivor, there are groups. There are small groups that go against each other, usually. There isn't this one big... Can controlling group that steamrolls everything. I don't. I want to go and think. I need to think about this a little more. I need to ponder because I don't know what makes Survivor different than what make than Big Brother. Why can Big Brother become a, a group of eight that fucking crush everybody and then come after each other one by one and slowly segregate and slowly chop off the weakest point until it's the final two? How? Why doesn't there are there are blind sides in Survivor? I have not seen blind sides in Big Brother since. 
I don't remember any blind sides last I season. Think, I think it's just a core game mechanic difference of both of them because in Survivor, you can swap up the teams. So no matter who you're with, you have to try and win that challenge so one of you isn't going to vote. So your your motivation is we have to win as a team so I don't get voted off. I'm the weakest link or I'm the one that no one likes. So they also will be like, all right, purple team, give me your bandanas, red team, and then they'll like swap them up and mix it up. And I think in Big Brother, it'd be harder to do that. Big Brother used to do a whole lot of team challenges. Well, they used to do team challenges, but I, I just... haven't seen a team challenge in Big Brother in a long time. No, but I think I think you could either. Actually, it was, it was Battle of the Block seasons. I think that was most of the time they had a team challenge, and that was also the first time where they had the Battle of Block sixteen. Is whenever they had the big, uh, big alliances and stuff of like that. Yeah, so maybe that wouldn't actually solve anything. But well, I I don't think it's. I think it's just they have to come up with a way to kind of split alliances in a way that's entertaining and doesn't compromise the actual strategy of the game which is which is difficult it's difficult to say at least i'm not going to be the one to come up with it but um i think you have to you have to say something because otherwise if it was survivor and you say oh my alliances could flip-flop at any point then what's even the point of trying to strategize with these people i think uh, like trying to do like uh, Team America was kind of a good idea in Big Brother 16. Like were they trying Team, to force Team America people? was okay, but they didn't do anything uh, like controversial. No, exactly. It was like basically hug someone for ten seconds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's give someone a hug for ten seconds, or or go ahead and and tap someone on the uh, tap someone on the on the shoulder ten times in a conversation or something like that. Like it was just like it was basic stuff. It was fine. It was just for like like reality TV entertainment value which is just to get a fucking bit out of it instead of actually like because like you couldn't do anything where anyone would actually blow up their game I think they could try and do something you know how like that camp comeback in the last season I, I kind of like this I, I like the camp camp comeback I, I concept really, I, I like really the concept because they had it in Survivor and the woman who first got out I think in Survivor All-Stars or second out, Edge of Extinction yeah Edge of Extinction she ended up becoming I think second or third place in the All-Star season yeah that was weird I think what they could do is possibly... Natalie's, can't... A, Natalie's a beast. She's Natalie's a, an she absolute was... animal. She's going to be on the challenge this year. She's a fucking she's beast. Cra- she's crazy good at that They were stuff. showing her on the on the edge. She won so many, like, Survivor segue. She had so many tokens. Uh, yeah, so on the on Survivor, on the Edge of Extinction, all the people that were voted out in earlier seasons got to the edge, and almost all of them stayed there. You could, like, raise a flag and go home if you didn't want to be on the edge. Yeah. Fine. Um, oh, pretty much everyone stayed. I think everyone except for one person stayed. Yeah. Um, except for Sandra. And she, uh, so she was out there longer and they give you like challenges like every day or every couple days, like, like, uh, carry these logs up a mountain. They were tough challenges. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It's it like, go up and down the mountain a thousand times. And then like, if you win, if you come back, we'll give you a fire token. Yeah. Like, like what's one... a fire token? And like, so it was like currency and you could go and you could extort people on the, uh, on the island for their fire tokens. Yeah. So like if um it, you could you'd be given an advantage or something like that and you go ahead and give it to somebody and you'd be like, "Well, oh, they'd be like, "Oh, this advantage is great. Like it's a, it's an immunity idol. Like I'd love an immunity idol." And then uh they realize that it costs them like three or four fire tokens to be able to get it. So they'd be like, oh, "Okay, fine." So Natalie went end up with a thousand fucking fire tokens. So she got to like skip ahead of everybody. She got like a jar of peanut butter. Like she got like everything. Um and she she, she brought an immunity idol onto the island. She had uh, she had an immunity idol in her pocket. Yeah. Uh I think Natalie ended up having the most. She might have had two. No, she gave an immunity idol to somebody. That's right. She had yeah. two. She gave one to somebody. She um, ended up having eight fire tokens at one point, which was, I think, double the next person. Only the next person had like four or five. Yeah. She was just an absolute beast, like yeah. a comp beast. She's someone in Big Brother who would win like every HOH and veto comp. Like she was just crazy good. Yeah. 
So but that's that's what makes I I like Big Brother because it's more political. Yeah, I, I agree. I admire Survivor. I have such a deep admiration for Survivor because they do so much right that I think Big Brother screws up. And then it's not even stuff that they can really change. It's just like I I this is this will be my last point on this, but I just think I just think they have to do something different. Something has to be done to fuck with this this new school way of playing. I think somehow they have to do like layered comeback, camp comeback. Something where like every three or four evictions possibly you could come back. You know what I mean? Like I think it'd just be so fun to have something like that where like you have multiple chances to get back in the game and screw people over, but not like I, don't, I, I honestly, I think I think yeah. a teams one wouldn't be bad to see. I, a te- to see teams too. one right off the bat just to change the status quo. You'll have your allegiance to your team because you have to, uh, and then once you can do like a once the teams dissolve, you have it's the same thing as Survivor. Once your once your actual tribe dissolves and it's just a free for all, every man for themselves. Like yeah. it, that's when you can form new relationships, but you have your tendency to to lean back on the old ones that you created and stuff like that. Smaller groups that are stronger, you could have a. You could even do fucking twenty people in the house. I don't care. Yeah, I, I'd love to see also. Yeah, a bigger cast. You could, do, you could do six teams of three, three teams of six, like whatever you want to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, for eight team. Um, but yeah. So that was pretty much these two episodes here. Um, I think it's just about time for tears. Long awaited tears. So long awaited. Um, I yeah, we gotta. I gotta move fast. I swear to God, I'm getting my fucking ass kicked by these mosquitoes. I thank God you're taking them all. I am taking. I got. T- I, I got tasty fucking blood, homie. I do not. I'm O O positive. I don't know my blood type. <laughs> oh, all right, fair enough. I just know it's good to them. They I'm love a it. positive donor. That's all they, I know. They love it. They love it. Um, all right. So we're gonna do the same way we always have. Yeah. That's right, alphabetically, and we're gonna say goodbye to Kaser. Bye, bye, Kaser. Oh my God, forgotten. it's been so great. You've been good. I've I've enjoyed watching you. I didn't understand. Uh, I had same deal. Like I didn't understand why he was really on this season the first the, this time. You know what I mean? Because I saw only I only saw his finishes. Yes, and he, fin- he finished like before jury and both of them. Yeah, or like seventh. Or I think he was like just an, he was an American eight. favorite. Yeah, he was. He was voted back in the second time. He was voted back in in All Stars. Yeah, that's what that's what Julie was saying. Yeah, that's funny. Julie, uh, Julie was talking to Kaser afterwards, and he was like, "And that's why you were voted back in." And he's like, "What? I was voted back in?" And she's like, "The first time, the first time." Yeah, like twelve years ago. Kaser's yeah. like, "Oh fuck you, dude." Um, Kaser, it's been a pleasure. You were a, a bright spot in a relatively. Just a dismal season, I'll be honest. Yeah. This this has burnt me so the terrible. fuck out. Um I think we go right into Bailey though. And I uh that's um t- keep in mind who's HOH this week. Remember that. Christmas yeah. HOH. I am. What are you doing for Bailey? Alright, so for Bay, you know, I I honestly it's kinda hard to place I know basically two ways. I either want to put her middle pack against their family soon. I think honestly She's probably gonna be getting to getting to see their family soon. I think I'm gonna place her there. You know. Oh, I forgot to say we changed the yes, tiers. That's right. We did so forget we, to say this. So we changed our tiers. Um, because now juryish doesn't really make sense. Um, because everyone after the next boot is gonna be in jury. Yes, that's correct. So like now it says now it's ne- next boot material that didn't change. Getting to see their family soon, right above that, that didn't change. We changed juryish to middle of the pack. Yeah, like middle jury position. Middle jury. Yeah. We changed contenders, no doubt, to high jury. 
And then winners. Yeah, yep. we changed elite to winners. Winner yes. like winner parentheses per- potentially plural winner. Yes. Um. So you have Bailey where at? I'm gonna put her in gay and their family soon. Okay, I'm gonna do the same thing. Why? So for me, I just think after Kaser's departure, Janelle's departure, the way the game is blowing up, how everyone's been talking about Bay and Day, I honestly just think her game's been kind of messed over, and she's just not in good graces with the with what we're talking about, the major alliance in the house. You know, she was in the original, I think, Slick Six with Day. I think that's and but Cody had recently said and after that that fallen apart right. Uh, Slick Six is is pretty much over exactly. Cause, so because Tyler and Cody or Tyler and and Cody are at odds and Tyler and Danny are wicked at odds and and Davon and Danny are really at odds like that. It's not it's not long for no. this. It's not long. Um, so that's why I'm she's there for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put her in getting to see their family soon. I think I I think she has potential to be a next boot material, but I don't. I uh, like I said, I do not trust Christmas to make an actual real life game move that benefits her game. Absolutely no. So I'm gonna cast logic aside. Whereas if uh fucking Danny won or if Nicole won, they would have taken a shot. Yeah, Day would have taken Day and Bay would have taken a shot. No, no, Dan, uh, Danny or Danny probably would have been my next boot material if if uh anyone won. Oh other yeah, than, other than Christmas. Um, but yeah, so. We'll go ahead. I'm gonna put her there for the same reason. It's just I don't, I, I, she might be Jerryish. She might be in the house for as long as she's gonna be in the house. But yeah. I don't um, I, I don't foresee it happening, especially this week. I think she'll just be in getting to see her family soon. Um, Christmas is our H O H. I'm gonna put her in. I'm gonna put her in high jury. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that she's gonna be the um. I don't really think she's a, a high target. And you saw in the H O H eliminator thing. Um, like the the uh, eliminator competition, uh, that no one was targeting her. That was a good sign for me. That like, I mean, now she's HOH. She has to get some blood on her hands. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? I think I honestly think it. it <laughs> I, I will get we'll get to who I think she's gonna get and or who she's gonna, I think she's gonna put up and uh yeah yeah it's not uh, I yeah I I think she's close to high jury. I'm going to actually settle settle her in middle of the pack for now. Okay. I think, you know, she's HOH. She's going to make the safe play for her alliances she's in against the people that are known to be hated in the house. So I don't think she's going to make, like you said, anything good for her game. I think uh, what she's going to do is play it safe, and then whenever she's not needed or she's not winning comps, people are just going to get rid of her, like, fifth place, sixth place. Um, that That's just where I'm going to put her for now. Yeah, yeah, okay, That I guess that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and we're, uh, you know, that's all I have to say about Christmas. I mean, moving on to Cody, I mean, Dude, game. I don't even know. Game shattered. Game, game shattered. shattered. But here's the thing is, I still think he has good moves. For the first week, I believe, since the start of this, for tears, I think he's going to be in, oh, man, I like high jury for me. I think I don't think he's in the winner's thing. I think he's just not in good graces with a lot of people right now. It's just the game kind of shattered up in his face. I did the same thing. I did the same thing. I'm yeah. I'm getting really ambitious. Uh I put him middle of the pack. Oh, really? I think his game is that shattered. I think his game is that really? shattered. Really? that bad? Yep. Yep. Ooh, yep. I can't wait to see this. Yep. No, I think Cody's, or I think Kaser's speech at the end really, really blew up his shit. Um, I, I think it's interesting that 
having Tyler as an, as your adversary now instead of your ally is huge. I think it's pretty big. Um, you uh, Tyler's someone you want to go to war with, not against, and uh, you're you're gearing up for a war against because he's still tight with Danny. He's still st- he'll he's still tight with Nicole. Uh, he's still tight with Enzo, but I think Enzo can be peeled away from him. I think Tyler could have Enzo. If Tyler gets Enzo, then did I? It's and I, I also think Tyler is is tied tighter with. Um, I don't know about Christmas. I know he's tied tighter with Bay and Day for sure, hundred percent, hundred hundred percent. Um, I think he can get Ian in his back pocket a little better now. I think he can go ahead, and I think he can win over Kevin. I think he's tighter with Memphis. I think I. I, I, we'll get to Tyler. Um, but Cody is is not in the same position that he was going into tonight. No, not even close. Not even close. Um, where'd you have him? You had him in high Cody. You had high Jerry. Yeah, high Jerry. Yeah. Um, I definitely moved down for me. No, I, I think that's safe. I, I think that's it's a safe, safe bet. Yeah, because he can still win comps and vetoes. That's the, yeah. That's a big thing for and me. And he does have enough allies. I mean, he has strong allies in the house still. He still yeah. has. Enzo technically, he has Nicole technically, he has Danny. Yeah. Um, Danny. I'm gonna put her in getting to see their family soon. Uh talking about a fall from grace. Yeah. Uh yeah. yeah, she deserves to be in getting to see their family soon because uh everyone's on to her game. Everyone's on to her shit. No yeah, no one really enjoys her in the house, everyone's on her gameplay. Nope. Everyone just, everyone's yeah. seeing through her. They constantly say she's planting seeds around the house. Tyler turned Bay and Day against her. Tyler turned Enzo against her. Tyler tried to turn Cody against her. Like, it says a lot about Tyler that he's able to actually get these words in people's head and they actually believe him. Yeah. They believe him for a good reason. I mean, he is telling the truth right now. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't see... I, I just don't see Danny long for this game anymore. She dropped from a contender's no doubt, dude. She was my contender's no doubt last week. Like, firm in it. Firm, firm in it. She, you were really going hard. You were really defending her. I don't like Danny Donato. This is all... Yeah, all gameplay. It's all, all gameplay. Game. I don't like her either. It's just... all gameplay and your current standing in the house. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anything else. So, where did she end up? She ended up in uh, getting to see their family soon for me. So, same thing as me, man. I just... and Where'd you have her last week? I had her in, let's see, I had her in Juryish. Interesting. So we both. Lots of movement this week. Mine my, my looks oh. very different. Oh, yeah. Very, my, very mine different. Mine has some movement, too. Uh, so <laughs> moving on to David, right? Oh, boy. Next one. Uh, my prediction, it's still it's still in the works, you it know? Is. David higher All than right. Memphis. All right. I'm excited to see where you put him, where you put him. Okay. Obviously, he's not a winner. Or high jury. I'm going to put him middle of the pack. I am, too. <laughs> oh, you're finally coming around. No, I'm, I'm putting him in the middle of the pack. Now that you have big, warring sides taking shots at each other, yes. you know who gets caught, like lost in the crossfire? Uh, David. Yeah. David might get hit with a collateral shot. Like Honestly, David just might get like just fucking picked off. Just dude, friendly coasting, fire. Man. But, I mean, you don't, yeah, dude. I mean, David lucked out. David got so lucky. Actually, though, but I mean, you look at it this way, right? I mean, who do you think's up on the block this week? I think David is. I think he's up on the block. He's not going to be the target. Not the target, yeah, no, sure. But, he, but is Kevin a firm target? I, I, yeah. Kevin wins HUH, pulls himself off. Kevin wins uh, HUH. <laughs> Kevin, wins, Kevin wins veto and pulls himself off. Are you going to do it two weeks in a row? I think it's highly unlikely. He could Stranger things have happened. See, this will probably go into my next one. So he's middle of the pack for me because okay. we were just talking about the coasting. Yep, thing. same deal. So day next, oh, this is 
so tough, right? Because they and they are tight in the house. I, I just, I think she's getting to see their family soon for me. This I, is, this is my third person in there. That's probably going to cap it out for me in there. But oh, but I have so many more people that should go that see their family soon. <laughs> but here's the thing is, yeah. I think her once Bay or Day is gone, the other one is for sure. Like the next week or week or two, no one wants to keep them in the house, if, and they're pretty much not safe. And they're not long for this game if one or the other, because they're. I mean, they're bonded like the hips. You know, what I mean, they know everything that's going on in the house between both of them. So, I mean, not everything going on in the house, but like whatever's going on with one is going on with the other. So, like, yeah, I, I think they're both getting to see their family soon. I don't think they're gonna make it to like fifth, sixth place. I think they're gonna be like eighth through tenth. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. It, it just matters who's HOH this week. I'm gonna put her in next boot material. I don't. Ooh, really? I I I don't know, dude. I I think she definitely could be a solid target. Yeah, She's... it depends on who gets in her ear. Yeah, it it honestly, they they should be gone by now. They should, but they're not. That they're contenders, man. They're, not, they're not, fighting. That's not me saying that 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 I want them gone. I'm saying that if the right person was in power this week, they'd be gone. They yeah, be gone. Cr- cr- Christmas is gonna have some even odd even if even if the the whatever like the wrong person was in power this week, if like Enzo was in power this week again or something like that, like I think that that would actually be the case. But I don't know. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. I'm gonna say that next boot. I'm gonna say she's in next boot material. I don't know. I don't really. I don't love that pick. I don't think she's gonna be the next boot, but she's she's gonna stay down there because there's really nowhere else for her to go. I gotta place her somewhere. I yeah. mean, I could put her in getting to their family soon, but that feels like that feels like disingenuous to what I actually believe, which is that she is a a tier lower than Bailey right now. Yeah. Which which I don't even know, dude. Um, Enzo, where do you have Enzo at? Because I think I think you go you go on Enzo. So I previously have him in elite, which yep. is now winners. So. He's a tough one, right? So his game got kind of blown up too. Did we watch the same episode? Yeah. He wasn't listed in the in the top 4. No, but I think his game because Cody and Tyler are at odds and a couple of the people like here's the thing is he's a lot he's a lot allied geez, with a lot of the people that are in the, the warring faction. So I think he's still in a solid place. So I don't think his I sorry, I don't think his game got blown up. I think the people's around him game got blown and he's kind of kind of coast or float between kind of alliances now i still i still have him in winners like elite dude i I still think he's solid contender for like top two okay Uh, so i didn't mean his game got blown up i mean like the way he was going to make it past in got blown up so now he's got to adapt and that's all about this he he has to adapt and i think he can do that well no in, in a roundabout way we both came to the same answer um he's a winner yeah, I 100% agree. He's a winner contender for me. Um, or uh, not a winner contender. He's a, he's a winner. <laughs> uh, he's, he's eligible to be a winner. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Um, He was not listed in that top four. No, that was he was blown not. Up. Thank God. Enzo needs to go ahead and pray to, to pray to every Italian saint in the world that, that saved his ass. Um, Because they... He lucked out, dude. He was just as tight with Cody and, and Tyler as pretty much any of the rest of them. And Ian could have connected those dots instead. And all it took was Ian connecting those dots in case you're saying it out loud. And then that get planting that seed in everyone's head. He wasn't even mentioned in the expanded six. It's like he was never even involved. What he mentioned, Kaser mentioned Ian, uh, mentioned David and mentioned Memphis before he mentioned Enzo. Like, like that's 
That's interesting. Yeah, man. I mean, I think Enzo makes out like a fucking bandit. Uh, now people come to Enzo, and Enzo can be a swing vote. Enzo can float between here and there. That's Enzo, what I'm saying. Yeah. Enzo is in is in prime position. I think Enzo could get people to throw comps to him that don't want to get blood on their hands, and then Enzo can get more of a resume and take the shots that he wants to take. Like these are these are it's good days. It's it's great days in in Enzo land As because you, yeah. we're not. He's no longer. It doesn't matter what happened this week. I mean, he didn't get any blood on his hands this week. He hasn't gotten like any blood on his hands with any of his past decisions or moves that he's wanted to do with his veto wins or anything like that. Um, fucking good for Enzo. Yeah, and I'm saying like you know Saint Anthony's feast wasn't able to happen this past week when sure it was wasn't. supposed to. Sure wasn't. So all of that energy had to go somewhere. It went to Enzo. It, it went all the way to him, and that positive energy and that floating is gonna is gonna keep him by. I think he's a strong contender. Listen, and speaking of strong contenders, that I think. Could potentially make it, but what, okay. Ian? You say, you say, you say your piece. So, strong contenders is a hard word, but we saw how studious Cody was when he was speaking about Ian in his season, winning, I think, six, eight, eight nine, ten, something like that, like four out of the last five HOHs, Ian won. Ian yeah. is a fourth quarter team. I, and I'm hoping, I mean, we're still only got rid of one fourth of the team. So, we still got two more of the quarters to go before he actually pops off. But yeah. I'm going to place him in the middle of the pack. I don't think he's going to go before Bay and Day or Kevin. Dude, our things look like almost exactly the same. I got it in the middle of the pack, too. Uh, we have some slight... No, we're pretty close. Yeah. Uh, we got some slight variation. No, but I think it's. I think I have him in the middle of the pack because I was going to put him there. And, um, I think he's, again, going to be overlooked. I think this crossfire is going to be good for him. You, yep. the people in this house better fucking pray. They better pray that uh, these sides don't make amends. Oh, that would be awful. Oh, if like Tyler and Danny come back together and say we're better, stronger because they're telling because they're right. Um, uh, we're better together. We're stronger together. Like that's gonna fuck up this. So these people on the bottom, in the middle, like these stragglers, capitalize, mm-hmm. seize yeah. the day. Carpe seize the day. diem. Carpe diem. That's seize what it is. the carp. I don't get. I I don't. <sighs> I'm praying. I'm praying that Ian actually figures it out. That's why I have a middle jury. I think he'll, or middle of the pack. I think he'll figure it out. Um, I do think that he gets picked off because he has created enemies with his little, um, you know, weird things. His going observation on. experiment of the house. Yeah, he also says some odd things to people. I mean, not odd things, but like he'll like talk strategy in like an odd way. You know. Yeah, I also don't really think he knows. I don't really think he knows who he, who he should be aligned with either. This is also a place where we're going to differ in our next one. Kevin, I mean, actually might differ. He's going to be a next boot material oh, come for on, me. dude. Yeah, me too. <sighs> come on. We're not. Uh, this wasn't planned. No. But, um, Why do I put him in winners? <laughs> Absolutely. Just put him in winners just to be different. I mean, here's the thing. I kind of want him to win. He's got good reason, the, better than reason the most. But no, man, he's not long for this game either. I mean, no. he was on the block this week, won a veto, luckily. Probably wasn't gonna get voted out versus Caser anyway, but I think for sure if he's on the block and he doesn't win, he's he's going home. Yeah, yeah, he's it's an easy thing. He's been up on the block twice, three times now. Yes, I I want to say twice. I think I can I can double check that. Yeah, maybe twice, maybe three times. He's not um not a real strong player, and when you get into this vicious cycle of being up on the block a whole bunch of times, they can just throw you up again because uh, it's super easy. You don't really get that much blood on your hands. Um, even if you're a pawn, pawns stay pawns, dude. 
Yeah, twice. First pa- week. Pawns stay week. pawns. So pawns do stay pawns, man. Uh, he he'll stay where he stays, and he'll be up on. He'll take his rightful seat on the throne as he always does because I don't think Christmas is actually going to make a big game move. All right, man. So where are you placing this next one? So that way I don't copy you. Or that way I know you're Here. not copying no, me, No, no, we're, we're going to move her there right now. Okay. Both of us. We're right. going to move her where, say we, at the same time. where we think she is. Okay. And then we're going to go ahead and say it on the count of three. Okay. Ready? Yep. One, one two, two, three. three. Middle, Middle of the, the pack. pack. Fuck you. This is awful. This is terrible. Dude, our things are almost the exact same. Oh. Uh, uh, all right. Why do you have her in middle of the pack? So her game. <laughs> so her game <laughs> got blown up this week. I was gonna put her in high jury too, and then I was like, Ah, no! Oh, you it's do this thing. It's literally, I had her <laughs> hovered <laughs> over high jury. We're both, like, we're both, hi- we're both uh, hedging against each other. I was like, and I dragged it down uh, the last point. Like, like, like no, reverse, no. reverse, reverse psychology. Oh, well, we're gonna do it for the last two. But the reasons we're gonna I have we're gonna do it the same way on the last two. The reason the same I have exact way on the last two. <laughs> Is her game got blown up? I don't think she's as strong a competitor as Cody. She's getting like you know out of one and two, she's two in that duo alliance. Yeah, people also don't really like her. I mean, you talk about the stragglers not liking someone. I mean, Danny. Someone she lost. Like. She lost her one straggler ally who was Ian. Exactly. So she, she is not in anyone's favorite right now. So she's gone. She's in the middle of the pack. I still think there's people to get rid of before her, but she's not. She's not gonna be here for, for the end. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, damn it, I can't believe we agreed on that. Fucking again. Um, oh my yeah, God. no, I have her in middle of the pack. I wanted to kind of put her in high jury somewhere, maybe high middle of the pack, low high jury. Um, because she, her game was really good. I had her in elite basically since, since week one, maybe week two, and I, she's been in elite every week since. Yeah. Um, but she, she was outed as one of the main two against uh, in the house. Like Ian, she lost her ally in Ian. She's she's probably lost her ally in Tyler. Like I think Bay and Day don't like her. I think the stragglers don't like her because she doesn't talk game with anyone who isn't one of the popular cool kids. Like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if she's long for the game, but. I think she might just be a casualty that happens over the nature of the next few weeks. I so. think so too. And also, I had her in juryish last week, so I didn't really have to move her anywhere. I mean, I moved her from elite. She yeah, I, elite I was middle crazy. Of the pack. I just well, her saw and that, her yeah. and Cody both moved from elite to middle of the pack, and I think that's because I I honestly believe that that's the damage that Kaser's little performance actually created in the I, house. I agree. All right, we're gonna do the same thing, right? We're gonna move Memphis where we think Memphis is. Okay. All right. I'm I'm ready. I'm prepared. Okay, we're gonna say it on the, at the exact same time. Ready? One, Three, two, two, one. Hi, Hi Jerry. Oh, I swear to God, this isn't this. There's a video of this. I there's no. I we I promise you, we're not coordinating this. This is honestly kind of pissing me off a little bit. This a little is kind bit. Of, why are you doing this to me? Can you I'm see not, my screen? Is there a reflection in the? No, brick can you me? see? Is <laughs> there a reflection on the uh, the propane tanks oh, underneath my deck? The AC unit. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck, dude? All right, go ahead and explain your stupid-ass decision. Just honestly, kind of the same thing. Like, he wasn't really blown up as bad. I mean, dude, I don't even know what to say. He's just <laughs> kind of someone that I feel like is going to make it forward. This one's more of a gut feeling. I had him in juryish last week. I think I, I think everyone else below him, middle of the pack, AC, is just more... It's just less of a good player in the game and more hated, and he's not... He's not doing bad. I don't know. Like, just... That's no. it. I don't know, man. 
for me, it's it's the, peop- the people that are rising this week, and I'm not, I've noticed a trend in both of ours are people that were originally stragglers, because we both are very confident in the power of what Kaser said to actually create change in the house. Yes, that's why I have and um Memphis rising is because I think that he's he's not really a target for anybody. He both we both have in juryish last week, and now he's in high jury for both of us. We both moved him up. Yeah. All right. Where does your last guy go? I know where All right, mine Tyler. goes. Wait, 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 wait. I'll move him there. All right. Me too. All right. On the count of three. Ready? One, two, two three. three. Winners. winners. Can I go home now? I don't want to be here anymore. You're just yeah. copying this. Can you know? Can I tell you? We I think we have only two differences. Yeah. That's it. Uh, we did the last three completely honestly. I promise you. And all the other ones, like I believe it too. I don't. I don't care what you fucking say. I'm hardly I, listening when you I talk. I didn't even realize until like <laughs> like halfway through. I'm like, these are looking uh, yeah kind of close. Yeah, a little close. Um. Fucking hell. Okay, sure. Tyler, a really good player. I think that he blo- he broke up the game pretty well. I think he aligned himself with the stragglers. I think he's charming enough to pull everybody everybody else in. Having Danny and Nicole and potentially Cody as your adversaries isn't great in the house. They're a strong they're strong competitors to go against. But you also have to look at it this way: is that um, do you think they're actually going to take a big big shot? No, and I th- I just think <laughs> even even if you're against the other side. No. I don't think you ever really take out the queen. No one in this house takes out the queen. No, and also he's just, I think he's more like more well-liked than Cody, who, like, they're at odds now, but I think Tyler's positioned himself better for, like, a breakup. So I'm just going to, I'm going to solidly go with him being a winner, man. Yeah. God damn it, dude. Yeah, and that's just, uh, that's how it rolls. Yeah, it's, that's just how the cookie crumbles these days, I guess. And um, on that extremely disappointing note, I promise you, I don't want to be anything like him. Nothing. Nothing. Oh god. No, no my please. god. Um All right. I got I got to cheer myself up for for a uh peppy outro because uh that is the end of episode 9 of the Reality Wagon Big Brother podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening as always. Uh we love doing this for you guys and this episode was a little weird and we're not editing this at, really at all. Like I'll put an intro and an outro on it and then I'm actually going to upload it when we're on our way. We're driving to New York tomorrow. Um so I'm going to go ahead and I'll put it up tomorrow afternoon so you get it a little earlier. Um, our tiers will be up on my Twitter, on our Twitter, at Reality Wagon on Twitter. We are also on Instagram now, at Reality Wagon. Hey. Uh, that'll go up soon. I'm going to start updating that. I've never run like a professional Twitter account or a professional Instagram account like that before. But also, you will soon see video content from us on oh yes yeah we're gonna start recording these so you can go ahead and um you can follow us when you get when we get our youtube channel up and running um we'll have content up on our instagram as well so um you can go ahead and and we're gonna be a lot more visual so you're gonna get to see my ugly ass face andrew's not not a bad looking face um baby but you're gonna have to deal with that my fucking ugly mug um so luck good luck to all of you um or you can just listen to us, listen to our smooth voices. Our voices sound a lot Silky better. Smooth. They sound a lot better than our, they, they come off a lot better than our faces do, I think. More confidence, new equipment. You know, we got it all going on. <laughs> well, next week we're going to have a light. We will have a light. Our light actually went out in the middle of recording this, so this is definitely not getting uploaded because I, no, I was not. I was half expecting you to get up and fix the light, and I, and I was looking at you and trying to, he- like, gesture you with my eyes. I saw, I saw that, like, we No, I know. I was, like, I was gesturing to you with my eyes to, like, don't. Don't, don't. Leave it alone. No, I knew I was going to keep seated. Don't worry. But, um, yeah, so our content's going to be a lot more visual now soon. Um, 
it's going to be great for us. But as always, you can listen to this right now until we get everything up and going everywhere else um, on iTunes and on Spotify. Um, on Spotify, you can just toss us a follow. That helps us out a lot. It lets you know when our podcasts go live. They show up in your feed. Um, on iTunes, if you go ahead and you you subscribe to us, that's great because you'll get the same exact perk. It'll show up in your feed, directly delivered to you. It'll come pre-downloaded, which is dope for us. That's right. Because we love a good download. Um, and then additionally... Uh, you can toss us uh, five stars as a rate, and you can also give us a comment on there too. That helps us out a ton. It helps us with our engagement. It helps people find us in related searches. So, like, if people are looking for Big Brother podcast, they can go ahead and find us as a Big Brother podcast. Yes. Um, like we do our best with all the tags and stuff like that, but word of mouth and those comments and those rates help us so much. And if you guys really like what we do, then then we would always appreciate that. Um, give us your honest feedback. Let us know what you think. What do you think about our tiers? What do you think about our analysis? Are we losing our minds? Yes. Are these getting really, really redundant? I, I mean, you've Possibly. seen you've seen our tears potentially. Um, but I mean, do we love doing this still? Absolutely. Uh, the lust and the everything for it hasn't changed at all. Um, this is absolutely one of my favorite things to do. Um, every single week, and I get to do it with one of my best friends, which is so fun as always. But um, yeah, so. I think that's pretty much it. But I just want to thank you guys again because you guys are great. Um, actually, I do want to say, check out our last episode too because that was easily our funniest episode we've ever recorded. Oh, I love that. Was a we had my episode. brother Brendan on. Um, and even if you just want to like, you can probably skip to about like, you can, I'm not going to suggest that you skip, but it is a longer episode because he goes off the rails. And I think we all go off the rails. Um, I think about 40 minutes in is kind of when things like really get wild. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It's uh just crazy. It had to do a lot of editing. There's a lot of manual editing in that podcast because uh, some things are said that just shouldn't be uttered uh, in in on this planet. We, we've learned we've on, learned how to edit very well. <laughs> learned how to learn very well from that, uh, yeah. that podcast. Yeah, so um, a very funny episode. We love doing that one. I was a little lax with the actual advertising of that one, so some of you guys might have actually missed it because I completely missed my my uh, marketing cycle, but. Um, definitely check those out. Let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. Shoot me a DM. Let me know what you think. At me, dude. At me next time. Um, because I'll get into fights. I have said it once. I'll say it again. I am the punch down king. Um, but thank you so much for listening again. And, um, I think we'll talk to you guys later. Talk to you then. Bye.